There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You big down a bastard! Where'd you get your treat? Jesus Christ! One gamba to alley! This is the Dave Duke Podcast. Boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. It's the Dave Duke Podcast, episode nine. Doon, boom, joom, wow. How are you doing? I'm Dave Duke. This is the Dave Duke Podcast. And you, you are fabulous. You are welcome. You are so appreciated for being here, listening to this once again. Thank you also to John McGee, 1983, who wrote a lovely review on Apple Podcasts that said, Excellent stuff, lad. Listen every week. Keep it up. To Killybegs Claire, who said this is one of two podcasts that she listens to and enjoys it. Thank you very much. And also, at the time of recording, to the 104 people who have decided that this is worthy of five stars on Spotify Class. I love those five stars. Maybe to you, they mean nothing. But to me, they mean everything. I would sacrifice my firstborn child for more of those five-star reviews on Spotify. Before we talk about the episode name, what today's podcast is called, I'm a busy man. I am sitting here surrounded by sweets and flashy glasses and <laughs> glow sticks I have in front of me because this Saturday night I'm doing a county Johnny Gold, the Dome nightclub I'm putting on the 90s, noughties, some 80s and loads of ABBA theme-esque night so it's an idea that has been trashed around before with a very good mate of mine and the Dome in Mundorn I've done a good bit of work with them over the past year they suggested, would you think about doing like a 90s, noughties night for people who don't want to go to a nightclub with 14-year-olds? And I said, yeah. 
but I don't just want to turn up and play music and piss off. I want to put a bit of effort into this. Maybe this is something that could be toured with said friend that I discussed the idea with. So he's not going to be there this Saturday night. And I know this is all confusing, but I want him to know if he's listening that I'm not robbing the idea that we came up with together. This is like a trial version. So this could be something bigger. This could be just not a one-off, but something that we go around the country with. With that being said, I didn't just want to turn up and go, here's your 90s and noughties, now piss off. So I thought, can we add a little bit more to this? Can I get some 90s sweets or naughty sweets? Sweets that we might remember growing up. So I have blackjacks and fruit salads here in front of me. I have a staple of Euro pick and mix bags that I used to be able to get in my local shop slash petrol station. Floopy the Dolphin. I didn't even know they were called Floopy the Dolphin. Floopy is a marshmallow dolphin. It's big, it's bulky, it's cheap to make. That's why they were in the Euro bags. Of that, some flashing glasses. They're really cool. Stupid, but cool. You'd never be seen wearing the flashing glasses in public. But for a night like this, absolutely ideal. Glow sticks. I'll have my confetti with me. We're going to have a bloody party. And you're very much invited. If you're in the locality, or you want a weekend away, random as hell, the Dome, Bundorn, this Saturday night. And it's the start of the summer season. I'm going to be very busy. I have a christening to attend to this Saturday before that. And then I'm on the road to the places like Duns in Carrigan Shannon. I'm on the road to Castle Bar, to Downing's, perhaps even Harry Styles. Sea Sessions. I'm playing Sea Sessions this year. It's a very busy time for me. I'll be in Westport. There are other things as well. Like the wedding of my wonderful co-host, Fanula Corbett. She's getting married this summer. There's that. And there's other bits in the pipeline as well. Essentially, there are two weekends until the middle of September that have nothing concrete confirmed yet. And after that, summer is already planned out on front of me and has been for a while. But the curveball that I least expected was the title of today's episode. I'm going to be on TV. No, not the Late Late Show. Wholly underqualified for that. But instead, I'm going to be on a TV advert that's going to be shown nationwide. It's going to be on social media. It's going to be everywhere. And how did this come about? I will talk you through the happening of this and how it happened. And then I will talk about my thoughts on it. First of all, you're probably dying to know, well, what's it for? Who's it for? Is it for Viagra Connect? Can't get it up. And Dave Duke is trying to sell me Viagra pills. Not for that. It's for a company that everybody in Ireland knows about. It's a very famous company. And it's going out the June bank holiday weekend. And it is advertising one of their products. And it's going to be starring me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Doing a bit of acting. And it's going to star Tara, 
who works for iRadio and does other things as well. She's on Sunday nights on iRadio. She used to be on iScore. She used to have a background role in iRadio. And now she's on Sunday nights doing I Love Irish. She does so many other things as well. She is a multi-talented, wonderful woman. And we both are starring in this TV advert with the company founder and CEO. And I would love to tell you, loyal listener to the Dave Duke podcast, exactly what that company is and the product it is and the entire concept of the ad. But I can't just yet because it's embargoed and it will be unfair of the company who hired me to do this job to spill the beans when I promised I wouldn't. How does a thing like this happen? Well, a production company in the UK that works with this company in Ireland approached me and asked me, would they be interested, would I be interested in starring in this advert for them? And it didn't take me long to say yes. I considered some factors, like what will the results of this be? But I said yes pretty immediately. And we arranged the shooting date, which was Saturday, gone by, in a little village, Kilcreesht, just outside of it. So Lochray in Galway. Kilcreesht is like the satellite village close to it. And there's a walled garden there. So on Saturday, just gone by, I was shooting all day this TV advert. Turned up to a woman's house called Pauline. She was absolutely lovely for makeup at quarter past nine. Yeah, lads. And lasses, makeup. I was in makeup. Not over the top eyeshadow, brows done, none of that crack. But I was in makeup to give me a bit of colour for the TV screen. Appreciative of it. Actually looked great. I don't look at myself often and think, geez, Dave Duke, you are some looker. But on Saturday I thought, you know what, Dave, you're not too bad. You're going to have your Paul Meskel moment. Bally. Bally harness. I'm having my Paul Meskel moment here. My mind started running wild. Jesus, will I be in the next normal people? Will I have to ride someone on TV? Butt naked. My penis out. Will I be at next year's Oscars? Or Oscars in a couple of years time? No I won't. Of course I won't. But it's nice to daydream. So makeup was quarter past nine. Shooting started at ten. There was 40 takes. So there was wide angle. So it's just me sitting on my own. And then co-star Tara pops up. And then the company founder is brought in. So 40 takes in all. So different angles over my left shoulder to my left side to my right side. Then, what did they call it? I look like a blurred shadow in some of them. I had to sit on for those takes and have the right position. And it was actually an amazing experience. It was like nothing I'd ever done before. The most complicated things I'd done was shooting stuff for iRadio. Like cooking videos. What the fuck is I radio to do with cooking videos? So it was potato.ie. They want people to eat more potatoes. As if Irish people didn't eat enough. But apparently you can always promote more potatoes. So done cooking videos for them. But this was the most high level, highbrow video I'd ever done. 
there's not much comparison between doing TikToks and Insta Reels versus shooting an actual TV advert. Other than the person who asked me to be in the advert said, we've seen your TikToks, we like your humour, it's not over the top, we think you could shoot this advert and be a very good fit for it. So it's odd that TikTok has actually resulted in me getting a TV advert. Very interesting, isn't it? Can't really judge a person of how good they're going to be in a TV ad, visual, versus how good they're on the radio, audio. So shot the ad and then drove to Tume because I had a gig that night, the night of the Eurovision. So a very odd day for me on Saturday. Go, get makeup done, shoot an advert with someone very famous in an Irish context for a very famous Irish brand, and then drive to Tume, check into an Airbnb, don't meet the owners, go to the room, check out my sunburn, wash off my makeup, have a little nap, go to Zico, great, great, no, not Zico, I think it's Zion, in Tume, they were crowned as having the best spice bag in Ireland once upon a time, eat there alone, go back to the Airbnb, watch the Eurovision alone, go do a gig, meet some people, have a bit of crack, go back, alone, sleep, get up, drive back to Athlone, alone. My life is like that. My life is full of walking contradictions. And I've been thinking since of the possible side effects of being in a TV advert and the interactions I've had with people so far. There might be zero side effects from being in this TV advert. As in, there might be no consequences other than, hopefully, the company being satisfied with it, the company getting their key objectives, And me being able to say, ah, I was in a TV advert once upon a time. Maybe that's where it'll be. And that'll be it. It'll be a little bow tied up. I done that thing. Not much happened. Que sera, sera. Here we are. But your mind starts to run wild a little bit. How are my friends going to react to this? How am I going to react to this when I see this on TV? What will my family think? Will this result in me being recognised a little bit more than I currently am? Will this lead on to other opportunities? What does this have in store for me? Paul Meskel, tell me your wisdom. How did you go from the Denny advert, Bally, Bally Harness, to getting an Oscar nomination? Well, I'd imagine it'd have to do with his training and him actually wanting to be an actor and putting years into his craft and being phenomenally good at it. But I have nobody else to relate to other than Paul Meskel. (laughs) I'm fucking joking with you, right? Not taking myself as a serious actor. You'll see the advert yourself and you'll have a good look at it and you'll judge it and you'll have a little scorecard, six out of ten. 4 out of 10, 9 out of 10. You give me a rating on how good the advert is and what you think the prospects are going to be. But I don't know if I can handle being recognised any more than I already am. I am a tiny, 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 tiny little fish 
in the media market in Ireland. I am minute. I am a little goldfish in a pond full of giant sperm whales. And yet, I cannot remember the last night out I had without getting recognised or getting a selfie. And I'm not complaining. I'm not doing a Harry and Meghan on it. Oh my God, you have no idea how hard it is to be famous while also doing a world tour, talking to Oprah, talking to every documentary maker, every interview or under the sun about how hard it is to be famous and how much our privacy has been invaded while also only stoking the flames. It's like ringing the fire brigade going, please come out quick. You won't believe it. My car is burning to the ground. This is awful. And when the fire brigade arrive, you're there with the biggest can of petrol you could possibly have, shaking it over the car, going, oh my God, I can't believe my car is burning. And I have a lot of sympathy for Harry and Meghan, I really do, and the racism and the English press are absolute shower of cunts. But I'm not doing what they're doing. In a nutshell, I'm not complaining, only observing. How weird it is to be recognised, how weird it is to go out and for people to want a selfie or for people to want to have a chat. Not a weird in a, oh my God, you're a weirdo. Weird as in a, oh my God, I have a responsibility to not be a complete and utter bastard to people. <laughs> not that I ever would, but I'm in a balancing act with my friends between taking care of them, for instance, on a night out, actually getting to spend the night out with them, and also spending time with the people who pay my wages people who listen to the radio show, to you who downloads this podcast, to those who support me and lift me up. And I've been contemplating since the advert my relationship with being a local, small-time celebrity. And anyone who says to me, Jesus, you're famous, I go, I'm not. There's no such thing as fame in Ireland. Maybe Michael D. Higgins, maybe Tommy Tiernan, Ryan Tuberty, so recognisable across the entire country no matter where they go. But don't call me famous. I'm fucking far from famous. I might be semi-well-known in pockets of the country. But I still don't remember the last night out in the country that I wasn't recognised by someone either by voice or by face. Social media has taken away the privacy. It's a necessary evil. So if you want to make it in the media industry, you have to be on TikTok, you have to be on Instagram, you have to be posting these social media videos. But they also take away a part of your privacy. And I've had some wonderful experiences with being recognised and people saying unbelievable nice things to me and today I want to go through that journey with you. Positive experiences include being asked to do video messages for weddings which is still very odd to me that anyone would ever appreciate my face turning up at their wedding. Hello John and Mary it's Dave Duke from my radio here. I was told that it's your wedding day. Congratulations fair play to you. I'll do any of those that I'm asked to do. 
but it's still peculiar to me that anyone would ever want me to do one of those. The Bop Bop Baby Bus has been custom recorded for a wedding. The woman's nephews were like the page boys and page girls and they were going to come into the wedding reception and everyone had their own song or music to come into the wedding reception. And this woman told me that her nieces and nephews were stone mad about the Bop Bop Baby Bus. We do have it off a Friday on the radio. If you don't know what it is, would we custom record one saying their names that they're on the bus? Absolutely no problem ever doing anything for kids or someone who wants a video. Never any hassle. Never be afraid to ask for that if someone wants it. But the fact that anyone would want it off me is still fucking weird to me. It's humbling. It makes me gracious. But it's still very weird because consider where I'm from. I'm not from a family nor a place that these things happen. Some people just grow up privileged. And if someone was to hand them 50 grand for nothing, they'd be like, well, that just happens to me. That is just my life. Everything's handed to me, silver spoon in the mouth, mommy, daddy's money. This was meant for me. I don't think any of this was meant for me. I never had that assumption. I'm enjoying receiving love and platitudes and people recognising me, but none of it was truly meant for me. Some people are up their own holes so much that they don't see the specialness of this. I was out in Athlone a few weeks ago and it was in Peddler Max, that pub I might have mentioned to you before, and I went outside for a cigarette. I know, I know, I know. I'm trying to quit, but as soon as I get a drink in my hand and as soon as a little drop of that corona passes my lips, all I can think about is, Jesus, I'd love a cigarette with this. It's a dirty fucking habit. And I know I'm a dirty, dirty soul bold boy and I know all the absolute awfulness and cigarettes and how bad it is for my body and I'm trying my hardest not yet I'm not trying my hard I'm not trying hard enough but I do realise the problem with smoking how and ever went outside front door had a drink in my hand box of cigarettes in the other and a man approaches me about 23, 24 and he says oh you'd hardly have a spare one would you no bother lad there might be 16 euro a box, but they're not too do you yet that I can't afford to give you one and you're gasping for it. And I'm glad I did. And as he's lighting the cigarette, he says, I fucking know you. You're Dave Duke. I said, yes, I am. He says, I listen to you. I enjoy you. I said, thank you very much. And without missing a beat, he then says, my girlfriend cheated on me tonight. Huh? What? Yeah. I just broke up there. <sighs> I'm very sorry to hear that man. I didn't know what to say to him. But I also knew that this kind of interaction doesn't happen to many other people. Well, how's it going? Can I have a smoke? I know you. You're Dave Duke. My girlfriend broke up with me. I don't know anyone else that has had a similar interaction with a person. Smoke recognised, girlfriend broke up with me, advice, handshake, good luck. <laughs> that only comes with the industry that I'm in and the current position I'm in. It's hilarious. And I don't know what this TV advert is going to do. 
My hope is that this weird recognizability remains at this positive level of nice human interaction, nice conversations, getting to know people in different parts of the country, and that it doesn't turn negative or overwhelming or weird. And maybe I'm overstating that this advert is going to do that. I don't think it will, but uh, it's it's my first time on TV, so I'm trying to figure out how it will affect me in the long term eventually. What could come of it? I hope I haven't trauma dumped on you. I don't think I have. Hopefully you got an insight into some of the weird and wonderful interactions I have with people. And this is me restating again that I am a minute, tiny little goldfish in a big pond of fuck-off sharks. So I do ponder what the likes of Ryan Tuberty must go through. Can that man make it two minutes in a supermarket without someone shouting something at him? I highly doubt it. Or the people with like half a million followers on TikTok. Jesus Christ, you'd have to be preparing yourself a week to go get a litre of milk. So my thoughts are with them. The Pope. Imagine him going out for a litre of milk. With all that being said, and all that for you to think about, it's time for the Gospel According to Dave. A letter from the Dave Duke podcast to the insurance companies of Ireland. Ye shower of robin bastards. Before the letter of the Dave Duke podcast to the insurers of Ireland, please tell me that you're not just going with your first renewal quote on car insurance or other insurance for that matter. Because there is something in the insurance industry called the loyalty penalty. And that is that if you don't shop around in your second year of being with an insurance company, you're only fooling yourself. And there are many examples of this. For instance, even with myself, I only got the car insured last month. And my renewal quote was €670. Went on to the same insurance company's website... I put in all the same details again, same address, same car, same driving experience, no penalty points, the lot. And it was €440, a saving of €230. No details had changed, other than, fuck it, let's throw a renewal quote at the bollocks and see will he just renew at that. Because it is hassle to shop around. But two or three hours of shopping around and eventually coming back to the same insurance company's website and entering all the details again saved me €230 on my insurance. What could be done for you? Please, I know you hear this phrase so much. Shop around. Shop around. And it can be frustrating. You go to other insurance companies and you get even higher insurance quotes and you're like, I'm fucking shopping around and all I'm getting is done. Getting rid here by shopping around. Take your time, my child. Dig deeper. Try tactics. 
Change details slightly, but don't lie, because that'll be fraud. Maybe try a parent. Maybe try a spouse. Add them to the policy. Take them off the policy. Give them all the details you possibly can. Experiment until you get the right quote. Good. Also, invent insurance is fucking disgusting here in Ireland at the moment. I was reading a thing from... Not sure was it Aiken Promotions or MCD Promotions. If it's the gospel, then I should get this right. But a Rod Stewart show in Cork was 10 grand to insure for one night. In the north of this beautiful country. Yes, it is part of Ireland, but it is recognised as a different jurisdiction. It was something like £300. 9,700 in a difference. Same concert, just different venues. The difference between North and South. Southern Ireland, the 26 counties, are robbing us blind. They're robbing us as blind as much as the English have robbed us of our six counties in the north of this great country. So that is the gospel according to Dave. Bastard and robbing insurance companies. Please, please, shop around. And now for some of your questions. Starting with Neve, any person dead or alive you'd have over for dinner? It's a great question, Neve. Dead? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go dead people first Apart from relations I would like to ask Colin McRae World Rally Champion 1995 A childhood hero of mine A man who got me into motorsport and rallying He died tragically in a helicopter accident About 15 years ago Would it have been 2007? That sounds about right 16 years ago this September I'd like to invite him over Alive Paul Meskel, I know he's come up in this podcast already today, but I am infatuated with that man. Really am. I've had dreams about him. Not sex dreams, but instead a dream that he changed, helped me change the tyre on my car. I was obsessed with normal people, and I think it would be great to have him over for dinner. Would I cook for him? I don't know. I think this question might be handy. Or ties in nicely. Go-to takeaway order. So it's me, Colin McRae and Paul Meskel. And I'm ordering a takeaway in for the boys. And we're going to get Jolly Boys meal deal from Athlone. Jolly Boys, wonderful pizza. And we're going to get that Nuja Good pizza. So that uh, spicy sausage honey over the top so we're going to get a pizza and we're going to get one of their burgers and I'm going to split the burger in three for us uh, so we can all have a piece of a burger I'm going to get the Korean barbecue wings and I'm going to get onion rings and I'm going to get chips for the boys and what else 
I might get some chicken tenders or I might double up on the wings because their wings are good. So in summary, Paul Meskel, Colin McRae, over for a takeaway, Jolly Boys, meal deal from Athlone, great stuff. That answers two questions today. Let's try a third. Cora asks, what is your go-to song? Cora, I have so many for so many different moods. I have songs to go to when I'm happy. I have songs for the shower. I have songs for when I want to lament. I have songs for when I want to be sad. But one song that I will go to right now, and we'll end with this, is Reflect, the Adam K and Soa remix of Need to Feel Loved. From me, Dave Duke, to you, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate all the five stars on Spotify. Appreciate you telling a friend about this podcast. Tell anyone you want that I'm going to be on a TV advert. It's just a pity I can't tell you yet what that TV advert is for. Until we speak again, promise me this. Take it, savage, handy. Come catch me, baby. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.